Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Amrit Singh, who is a high-momentum life coach. Amrit, how you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Thanks for coming on the show, and we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you'd like to do for fun, that'd be great. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm German originally, so we don't do a lot of fun in Germany. You know, it's all about get some work done and then that's your fun but i'm married to a mexican woman so that certainly takes care of a whole lot of the, the fun aspect because she always got something planned and <laughs> since we moved here to mexico last year there's been a party every weekend and you know we're going out and there's a lot of dancing and there's lots of friends and a lot of connections so i can kind of just be in the in the back seat there and let her take the lead on the fun aspect in our life I got you. I got you. Yeah, I am very similar. I'm pretty introverted. I'm also very business oriented. And I'm in like the build phase of my life right now. So I'm always thinking about (laughs) business. And so even when I'm in social situations, I'll let my wife kind of drive it. Um, But yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, very much. I I resisted to say I I work for fun, because that's really what I do. Because now, you know, my, my work is so much fun. And I love doing everything I do. And so I have to like force myself to get off the computer at a certain time so I can yeah. spend some time with my family, but I do enjoy it a lot. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, awesome. Tell us a little bit more about being a high momentum life coach. What does that look like on the day to day and how do you help clients? Yeah, I mean, kind of it goes right along with the theme of your podcast. You know, I'm in the in the dream creation business, right? I love it when people come to me with their dreams and they, the bigger, the better, you know, and like really want to expand and they're motivated and want to go out there and they want to make changes in their life. And it's just so powerful to, to be allowed to be part of that and to be part of that journey. And it's so inspirational for me to just, you know, see someone. And this is really why I like this high momentum thing it's a little bit like rolling a big boulder right and you're pushing against it and it moves like a quarter of an inch and you're like no i can never roll this thing and then suddenly after like a month or two it rolls a little bit more and then after six months you got some momentum in it and now suddenly stuff is going and things are happening and it's exciting and it's exciting for my clients and it's super exciting for me and so i I love this line of work I gotcha. I gotcha. So the high momentum is really like people who kind of have something they're going after and are ready to start taking that action. That's where you come in. Yeah, exactly. So that's where I become their ally and support them a little bit through my knowledge in yoga and meditation, which I, you know, integrate into my coaching sessions. I do guided meditations with people. Sometimes, you know, they'll ask me very specific questions and say, oh, I want to do some specific meditation to to have more focus or to be more clear or to have more energy and so i i can help them with that and so it's a nice combination of my knowledge which i have from being a kundalini yoga teacher for 30 years and now in this field of coaching which you know has been my passion my whole life 
I just never made it my, you know, one and only job. And so that's been a big jump for me just two years back when I went all in. I gotcha. And what made you do the shift to all in? Uh, I, I was having a job which I started and it was kind of nice. It was like a transition job. First, I was in India for 20 years. I worked as an administrator at a school there. And that was very fulfilling because I felt I was part of a mission. I was part of something bigger. We were building this, this project up there. And so it was very cool. But when my wife and I decided four years ago to leave from there and, you know, to, to have like a second part of our lives, you know, we're both in our forties. We're saying like, okay, you know, either we get out now or we stay here another 20 years. And then really this becomes, you know, this is, this is it. <laughs> and so we both really felt that there was the need to do more. So we quit and left and then came this in-between stage, right? Where you're exploring and figuring things out. And so I was just open-minded. I had a job offer from the community and I was like, oh yeah, sure, I'll do that job. But then I very quickly realized how how dry it was to, you know, just write emails to people or do interviews about like cases that were happening. And it just became so boring that I was like, what am I doing with myself yeah. <laughs> just for like a paycheck, right? And so I pulled the plug and I told my wife, let's let's do this. Let's move to Mexico because we were living in Germany at the time. And for my wife being Mexican, that's always been her dream. And I knew that, but she would have never like been the one forcing the family to move and being the one who says like, okay, let's do this. And so when I said, let's move to Mexico, she was like, really are you sure <laughs> and how my how my daughter put it oh actually i have to ask is it okay to to use a little bit explicit language on your podcast yeah for sure okay so <laughs> how my daughter put it what the fuck is wrong with you guys i just <laughs> learned german <laughs> we're like so sorry third language coming in you know yeah and so we moved to mexico and i quit my job and it was Best decision of my life. There we go. And now you're a high performance life coach. Getting on track with people when they're in that high momentum stage of like dreams and goals, ready to go after it. But tell mm -hmm. us about, you said it's kind of been a passion for you for your whole life. Yeah. So tell us about your motivation behind that. What really gets you up and keeps you going every day? Well, I realize now looking back now, I'm almost 50 and looking back on last 30, 35 years of my life, I'm like, I've always been coaching people. <laughs> I was yeah. always the guy, yeah, you can do this and come on and let's do it, you know, like and really getting people motivated. And so in my in my job, too, I was like, God, like, that's what I did. That's what I enjoyed the most. That's what I was good at. I always had my employees rotating through my office. And we had these coaching sessions because they were like, I'm ready to quit. This is too much. We're like, no, come on, you can do it. And yeah. so it was, it was very cool to to realize now that that it has been lining up for such a long time. I just didn't see it. And so when I finally opened my eyes to it and I finally was like, oh, yeah, I've been a coach all my life. I just didn't, <laughs> you know, I didn't commit to it. Yeah, uh, it was very cool. I gotcha. I gotcha. And let's talk, uh, let's talk dreams and goals. Now, what's your vision for your coaching practice and your life? 
Well, that's a big one because I started so recently. And so for me, it's really about expanding, reaching more people, combining the, the knowledge I have from my Kundalini yoga practice, from my personal meditation practice, and from the coaching, because I see there is so much need out in the world. And there's so few people who are doing it at a high level. And there is, I mean, there's just times have changed so much just in the last five, 10 years yeah. for how, how people's mindsets changed around spirituality, around hiring a coach, about taking ownership and responsibility of their lives. So I really envision myself, you know, like leading a, a tribe of people who want to learn and who want to have that inspiration in their life and supporting them and giving back the best I can, you know, be the, be the most efficient in my service of how, how I serve people. Okay. Okay. So expanding to impact more people. And then as you expand being the most efficient in that service. Yeah. Because there's just so many hours. I mean, we all just have 24 hours, seven days a week. Right. So there's either like, you dangle some of your time away or you really come down to, hey, this is a high impact activity. And the more I do of this, the more people I can reach, the more lives I can impact. So let's go after it. And it's been scary and challenging for me because, you know, I never wanted to be like on TikTok and making videos and, you know, like writing things about really personal things in my life and, and all these things I'm doing now. I'm like, oh my God, if someone would have told me this three years ago, I would have laughed at them. Yeah. Right. So it's it has become part of my identity now to say, like, okay, if you are really serious about reaching this big group of people, you're gonna have to step up your game. You're gonna have to be vulnerable. You're gonna have to open up. You're gonna have to get out there and do the things, even though, like we talked about in the beginning, right? Like, even though I'm quite introverted. I need to get on those videos. I need to write these things. I need to send emails out to thousands of people. And it's scary stuff. But on the other hand, like if I can impact one person's life in a positive way with a story I spend two hours writing, it's worth it for me. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I think it's a, I think it's a cool thing when people get from their you know, I'm doing this for me to I'm doing this to serve other people, because that's when we start to expand out of our comfort zone, right? Oh, you have to, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it was Brendan Burchard who said, you have your comfort zone, and you have like your uncomfort zone, the stuff you're not comfortable with. And then you have your service zone, which is beyond the, z the zone of discomfort. <laughs> and so not only do you get out of your comfort zone, but you push past being uncomfortable to serve and that's where you're like expanding and growing at this exponential rate so that you yeah. can impact more people which is a really cool thing yeah yeah and that's also it's it's really much connected to to income and making money from it because this was another block for me where i was super uncomfortable asking people for money yeah i'm like i'll do it for free I'll, I'll I'll take care of you. I'll coach you. You know, I do this. I'll, you pay me a hundred dollars, you know? And then I realized like, shit, I can't pay my rent. I can't buy food. Yeah. I'm like going through my savings at a rate where the, like, I'm like down to like the last four months of, you know, where, where does it end? You know, it has to, you know, like you have to have that, that balance in there. 
And so, you know, the amount of spiritual growth I got in the last two years from my business activities, from making my videos, from doing my marketing, from writing sales letters has been more profound than from my meditation practice. Yeah. So that's a big thing because I've been meditating for 30 years. That's the center of my life. And now suddenly I found something which is, you know, even more rewarding and, and it challenges me more and it allows me to really step up my game and to step into that service zone. I love that. Yeah. There we go. Well, you got any other dreams or goals you want to chat about before we move on? We got expanding to impact more people and being the most efficient in your service to people. Any other things you want to tack on to that? Yeah, for me, also, it's important to have good family relations. You know, I got an 11-year-old and a 15-year-old at home. So it's really important for me to have a good relation with them. It's important for me to improve my relationship with my wife, because when you have kids, you know, you go into this autopilot zone where it's just like, you know, you do this, I do this. We get through this only 10 more years to go. Let's just <laughs> not rock the boat. And it's, you know, now that the kids are getting older, it's really a time to just say like, hey, maybe we just need to be a little nicer to each other and talk a little nicer. And like, you know, the house is not on fire anymore. The kids are not little. We can spend time together. So I think that's that's definitely another one of my goals. And I just want to want to be in a space where I can acknowledge all the blessings I have and feel more gratitude. Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. The I feel like that will automatically improve those family relations when you get to the point where you can acknowledge the blessings you have and feel that gratitude because you'll start treating the people in your life differently. And I think it'll even help you expand in business more because you'll start treating clients oh, yeah. differently and totally. word of mouth will spread more. So, yeah. Oh, and it's so easy to blame other people, you know, it's uh, and especially with your partner, you know, I've been with my wife 21 years. It's a long time. You know, there's been a lot of things which have been going the same way for a long time. Where it, and it's really easy to just say, oh, yeah, it's all your fault. You know, and if you could just change my life it would be so much better. Yeah. But it, it's really not how it works. Right. So ultimately, choice is mine to stay in relationship. Choice is mine to, to make that choice every single day. And, you know, then choice is mine also to be happy with it or to stop bickering about things which will never change because, you know, we, we can't change other people. It's hard enough to change ourselves. Yeah, 100%. Well, awesome. What are the top one to two skills that you need to develop right now to make these dreams and goals come true? Oh, funny that the two words which popped right into my mind were sales and marketing. Uh -huh. And I, I, I love how cheesy it sounds, you know, because it's been one of those things where you're like, oh, you know, like for 30 years, I was like, I, I would never be in sales and marketing. That's so below me. I'm like up here and sales and marketing is down here. You know, I'm I'm a yogi. I meditate. I, I serve. You know, I would never ask for money. You know, like all these yeah. like lofty ideas, which definitely don't pay the rent. Um, <laughs> so I'm at this new point now where I recognize that for me, sales and marketing are the two areas where I can grow. And if I get good at those things, I can promote myself. I can go out in the world. I can impact more people's lives and I can step into that service zone. Do I want to learn sales and marketing? No, it's probably the last thing I'm interested in. But now, like understanding the, the real, you know, the real impact this can have mm -hmm. if 
like for example like our interview instead of going out to i don't know 5000 people goes out to 5 million people it it completes it's completely different right and it all doesn't really come down to okay what's the level of you as a host what's the level for me as a guest you know ultimately it comes down to how well can you and i market what we have so we can touch more people's lives rather than say oh, oh sales and marketing is so bad and money is bad too right yeah yeah no I, i'm right there with you man i um for the longest time too i was like i'm just gonna do something noble and i'm gonna help people with their dreams and goals and then it's just gonna take off and <laughs> people <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna build it and they'll come and <laughs> i have learned that yeah. marketing is key <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then you need to have a product a back-end offer something you're pushing out to your audience to fund the marketing to get more people to impact more people. And yeah. so I was like, how can I package this and how can I get this information out to people such that it impacts the most numbers, most amount of people. And that yeah. typically comes down to using money as a tool, which is why it's yeah. so important to understand the flow of money and be okay with that flow of it coming into your life and going out to come yeah. back in because you're investing it wisely. 100%. I love that. Sales and marketing, though. Tell us about um, what specifically with sales and marketing you need to grow in because wide, wide spheres those are. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was a big step to just to step on social media. I was never a big fan of social media. You know, my wife enjoys it and she's on there for hours and she reads things and she leaves comments. And I was just like, what a waste, you know, I rather like, watch a movie or play a game or do something. But for me, it was never like a thing. And now like being on it and now really like creating content, you know, thinking about what I want to say, how I want to say it, you know, like at the same time staying authentic to myself and not just becoming this robot which reads something off the screen and it gets all weird, right? So that's been for me in, in the marketing world, what I learned from it, it really helped me become more authentic mm. because it, it just doesn't work. You can't show up fake, you know, like you can try, but it's so boring. No one wants to see it. People want to see your vulnerabilities. People want to see your struggle. People want to see you fall flat on your face and get up again and be like, okay, tomorrow I'll do better, you know? And so yeah. for me, that's been my, that's been my marketing journey and yeah, it's it's still freaking out every time I press send on a on an email list and it goes out to you know hundreds and thousands of people because it's just like oh my god what are people gonna think who's gonna judge me what what's gonna happen right yeah so that's kind of like that's for marketing definitely for me it's this connecting to my authentic version of myself and become more authentic every single day mm. Mm. yeah one hundred percent. So getting your authentic self out to as many people as possible, that's the marketing aspect. Yeah, and also like practicing being more authentic and really being like, okay, let me listen. Like, what does my authentic version of myself want to say? Not what I think I should be saying as the coach and the yoga teacher trainer, right? And uh, I have all these very cool tips for you and I sound very educated and very up here, right? But all that is bullshit because people are so tired of it. No one wants to hear that crap yeah. anymore. You know, people want to want to see a guy like me who practiced for 30 years saying like, shit, I don't know. You know, like I'm struggling, bringing shit out every day, you know? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel you. I feel you. So the vulnerability in your content and in your emails that you're sending to your email list, that's key. Is there any part of you that's doing ads right now or is that a future? No, I do little ads. I, I do ads on TikTok just because I love TikTok. I don't know if you got a chance to look through my TikTok channel, but that's been my what's where I started and that's what I love to do. I do a little Instagram and Facebook too, but it's kind of like, eh, you know, yeah, yeah. but TikTok just started with this whole ad campaign. So it's it's really easy and it's really affordable to to do ads on TikTok. So I play with it and yeah, it, it's fun. I, I love it. And again, I reach new people and I really enjoy it. Yeah. How do TikTok, TikTok ads convert? Are the like impressions still pretty cheap? Super cheap. I mean, I'm, I just, I had one campaign where I converted like 50 cents to a dollar for a lead. You know, that's like in comparison to Facebook, like a 10th of the price. Yeah. Literally Facebook will be 10 to $20 per lead. Yeah. 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 So TikTok is the way to go these days, but it's just, it's, it's short, right? It's going to be for the next six to 12 months and then it's going yeah, to gonna skyrocket. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, awesome. What are the highest impact daily actions that are going to tick the needle forward towards your dreams and goals? Um, Good one, because my first answer would have been my, my morning routine, you know, my, my meditation, my yoga, my time I spend with myself, my going inwards. But because that's been such a part of my life, like brushing my teeth and taking a shower, I would now say really this pushing myself out of the comfort zone, you know, writing those emails, putting those ads up, going out there, making the videos in the way I want to make them. And yeah, because that's that's what makes a difference. That's what connects me with more people. And that's what allows me to continue living my dream. Because if I don't do that, I can be the best coach in the world. If I don't get clients who pay me money, I need to find myself a different job to pay the rent and buy food, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So pushing yourself out of the comfort zone, writing the emails, getting the ads out there, writing the sales letters, all the stuff that's going to basically be sales and marketing. Yeah. Totally. And again, it comes right back to that. And it's cool because my answer really would have been just a couple of months ago. Oh, my morning practice, my going inwards. But, you know, that's like so much part of, of the fundamentals now that that doesn't challenge me, you know, to wake up at five o'clock and meditate for two hours. That's easy now because I've been doing it for so long. But yeah. writing a sales letter is freaking like I start sweating, you know, like, <laughs> please, can I please not write this? You know, I clean the house instead. So yeah. I don't have to sit on my computer so I can procrastinate around it. Right. So I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, I was going to ask, what is your highest ticket offering right now? If you. Right. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Happy. Yeah. I'd be happy talking about it. Um, what I do right now is I offer my six month coaching package for $3,000 and that's, you know, it can take on a maximum really of 20 clients without it going like crazy overboard where I work like 12 hour days. And so that's, that's kind of the, the highest ticket thing I offer right now. Gotcha. And is that individual coaching or is that? Yeah. One-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. I just, I love doing one-on-one -on -one because it's so impactful. And I know a lot of people talk about group coaching and I definitely want to offer that too, but I'm not at the place yet where I say, okay, I'll put on my four week group coaching program for $25,000, you know, like we're, yeah. some promote these kinds of notions. 
but yeah i think it's i'm finally at a point now where i can accept the fact that that is a good value exchange right to to put my program at that point because when i started you know i charged for the same thing three hundred dollars and people were like ah now we can well it's a, it's a lot of money you know maybe i shouldn't and where one where you know funny enough actually never anything has changed in the responses when i raised my price but my clients have gotten more committed as i'm raising the rates so that's a big learning lesson for me too exactly yeah <laughs> yeah isn't that such a weird thing it's so weird i have blows my <laughs> mind still today and yeah i mean that i'm at the same point i mean i pay my coaches you know i have two coaches i pay them five thousand dollars each and i mean they changed my life you yeah. know it's it's that powerful yeah yeah i love it yeah the raising price it, it didn't make sense to me at all because i'm like why are people more committed to me when i you know raise the price versus when i offer them like a free mastermind that's weekly where it's like i will literally change your life if you just show up consistently like i promise you will take you somewhere <laughs> awesome uh but people just don't value free stuff no, like, no, if, you, no, if you think about the stuff you get for free you don't have a problem throwing it away because it didn't cost no. you anything you know and well so except people like us who understand the concept because i do have a, a guy you know who charges ten thousand dollars for his coaching program and I wasn't in a position where I, I wanted to invest that because I'm already working with my two coaches. And so he puts out free stuff every week and I'm like on it, you know, oh. I'm watching it. I'm one of the commenters. I'm like, awesome, half an hour of free stuff again from the $10,000 coach. Like, dude, like there's so much amazing stuff out there. Like Tony Robbins puts on a whole week event, four hours a day for yeah. free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. it blows my mind. It's it's crazy. And it's just so much, so much value being added for free. It is a, uh, you know, sometimes you'll get in that and the law of reciprocity will hit you and then you'll end up buying whatever they're selling. <laughs> oh, of course. And I, I want to, you know, like I want to make so much money that I can be like, oh, here's your $10,000 check. Let's go. You know, you, mm -hmm. you gave me so much value over the last year and I love you. And I mean, that's that's the goal, ultimately. And that's why I think it's so cool that he continues to offer the free stuff. And it's an inspiration for me, too, where I want to give out more free stuff, because yeah. I know, ultimately, you know, the people who are interested in it will come around. Yeah, I feel that. Do you know who Alex Hormozzi is? It name seems familiar, but I don't know where to put him. Mm, yeah, he's a, he's kind of a big ish entrepreneur in the internet marketing space or he kind of came up in the internet marketing space like that's where he made his fortune but now he's just kind of he's basically a venture capitalist now okay but he talks about this thing called customer financed acquisition and it's how he scaled his companies from zero dollars to 2.2 million a month in like oh, wow. three to six months or maybe it was six to 12 months it could have even been one to two years regardless he said yeah this is how I scaled my companies without capital being a constraint in the company. And so basically what he says is, which is also keeping on track with our high ticket offers. He was saying, take your cost to acquire a customer, add it to your cost to fulfill that customer. So say it costs me, you know, I'm getting Facebook leads, $20 a lead and I close 5% of my leads. So I need 20 people to close one lead. I think yeah. I did the math right. Yeah, yeah. So I, my cost to acquire one customer is $400. So 
So that's your yeah. cost to acquire. Then he says your cost to fulfill the customer, say you're paying another coach because your coaching business is huge now. You pay them a thousand dollars to fulfill that customer, fourteen hundred dollars to yeah. is your cost to acquire and your cost to fulfill. He says if you multiply that number by two, you have twenty eight hundred dollars. That's the amount of money you need to get in profit from dealing from one customer within 30 days. So, you know, to get that in profit, you'd basically have to multiply that cost to acquire and cost to fulfill by three. You know, oh, wow. you take 1400, you multiply it by three, you need to get $4,200 from your client within 30 days. And then capital won't be a constraint because it's like the 1400 to fulfill, you have 1400 to get your next customer and you have 1400 in profit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just talking about that. And I was like, that's really interesting because his perspective on business was you need to be the business that can pay the most for the customer, not the business that can acquire the customer the cheapest, which is a really interesting switch in mindset because I'm always like, okay, you know, Facebook is $20 per lead. How can I get $2 per lead? Then my conversions yeah. would be better. But it's like, yeah. no, why don't you just go with Facebook and triple your price and make sure you can acquire customers at a profit and scale without capital being a constraint. And when he said that, man, I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> it just blew my mind of like, you know, if you amped your coaching offer up to nine thousand dollars for what yeah. is it, six months, right? Six months. Yeah. You could definitely just run Buku ads and oh, yeah. you'd be acquiring customers profitably because it's like it's not going to cost you $5,000 to get one customer, you know, right. it's like, yeah, yeah. you're going to, if you get your messaging right and all that good stuff. Oh yeah. I, and it's such a cool concept, but then the reality hits. I mean, at least I can tell you how it was for me when I was charging $1,800 per customer for the six month coaching. And I made the decision to change my rate to 3000. I was like already sweating. I was like, oh my God, no one will ever buy from me again. That's like the worst thing ever in my entire life. You know, I was like, you know, the self-worth thing is going on and is that even worth it? And oh my God, and how can I? You know? And so I went through this process and then something really cool and interesting happened for me. It was in end of October that I decided to change from 1800 to 3000 by January 1st. No, by December 1st. And then suddenly, every conversation I had with a client in those next four weeks converted at mm -hmm. 1800 because I knew it's like, dude, why would you not sign up with me? I'm raising my price in four weeks. This is such a good deal. Now, suddenly, in my mind, the 1800 was a steal and the customer felt that while I was talking to them and they're like, of course, I, you know, I trust you. You think it's a steal. I buy from you. When I say now, hey, uh, you know, Timmy, do you want to buy from me? It's only $9,000. But in my mind, I'm thinking, shit, I'm ripping Timmy off here. You feel that and you don't want to buy from me. Exactly. You don't even know why, but you're yep. like, maybe it's a maybe. Like, call me next week or in two years or never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a really good point. Having conviction in the product you're selling will be transferred to your prospect during a sales call. Holy, 100%. And that's why, you know, we talked about marketing and the other one, you know, like is, is sales. And sales is all about conviction. And sales is about inner value. And sales is about saying, hey, 
I charged $3,000 for my coaching, you know, like, it, and it really, that has been such a challenging thing for me that I'm so happy that I haven't set a date yet where I have to raise my price. Like you're saying, you know, I would probably set and never have to worry again if I just raised my price to $9,000 today. But yeah. because I have this internal story going on and this internal struggle, I'm like, uh, maybe uh, mm, uh, this, you know, and then I talk to people, my wife is like, oh, here in Mexico, people can't pay so much, maybe should lower it to half. And I'm like, no, I finally made it to 3k, you know, I can't lower it again. You know, So yeah. it's, it's been such an emotional journey, where I just want to hide under my blanket, so I don't have to think about it, because it's so challenging. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Those, um, those beliefs and those stories that we've been telling ourselves for years really can get in the way. Um, yeah, no, totally. I mean, well, what's your high ticket offer? I'm just curious now. Yeah, yeah. So I actually don't have an active offer. I was rebuilding my value ladder. And right now, I'm thinking the kind of beginning of the funnel will be a... So I have my high ticket offer, but I'm slacking on the marketing. I'm going to okay. just run you through my value ladder real quick. Yeah, yeah, do it. With Russell Brunson? I am. I love Russell. He's awesome. Yeah, He's yeah. My, my new guru, you know, I had like all these yogi gurus. Now I got Russell. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And he's kicking my ass just as my other gurus did before. Oh, my gosh. Russell is such, he's such a beast. <laughs> he's <laughs> such a beast. Um, he, I think he actually talked to Hormozy about it. But anyway, my offer right now is like you have the freebies, which is like the podcast. I want to get a monthly event going. And honestly, as I scale in every major city across the country, but then I have yeah. my other freebie, which is like, these are questions that are going to provide clarity and get you on the path to changing your life. The low end offer will then be the five day curate your environment. It's going to be an email challenge. Oh, cool. I'm curious if I'm going to make it five days or 10 days, but that'll be like curate your internal environment and then curate your external environment with the people you're around, the things that are in your life, and then, you know, addressing limiting beliefs, thoughts, actions, feelings, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's this six week trust accelerator. And this is why I was asking about group coaching earlier for the longest time. I was struggling with just getting funding for my marketing yeah, and yeah. my sales and my like, because, you know, I'm 23. So I don't have like just a ton saved up. I don't have a ton in a 401k that I'm accessing. And um, so I was like, what if I just got three to five other people that were just as interested in this as me? And we kind of went at it together. Right. And yeah. so the six week trust accelerator is about getting a basically a mastermind of three to five people that you're really in on this thing with, and you're going to buy businesses and buy real estate together, or you're going to market your product or service together, whatever it may be. But yeah. the idea is that every person, you know, pitches in an extra $500 a month. So now you have 3000 a month just to market. And when you learn how to market $3,000 a month to market can make you 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 a month. Of course. Yeah. Then you pour it back in, you pour it back in. So first you invest in skills and then you invest in getting that product out there. Uh, that's what the 3000 a month is for. And so that's what the six-week trust accelerator is for. I kind of want to pair people up, be like, hey, go through this, like build trust so you actually know you want to go on a business venture with these people. Yeah. And after that, you got the high-end offer, which is my deal makers mastermind. This is where the people in the mastermind, they're buying businesses 
we're buying real estate together and we're doing deals together. And that's like, that's my high end, high end. Like it's going to be, you have to enter it as a group of six. So the yeah. six week trust accelerator will then filter into the deal makers mastermind. And that's like six figures for a year. So each member is paying about 10, 20,000. And the trust yeah. accelerator is at that like $5,000 mark. Now, here's the thing with my value ladder. I haven't done the group investment to wealth yet. So I feel kind of weird coaching people doing the group investment to wealth. Right. So no, right no. now I'm getting that group together where we're going to go buy some real estate, uh, getting three, some family members, some close friends. We're going to basically pool our funds into an LLC and market for real estate deals. So that's yeah, awesome. what we're going to do. Uh -huh. And then I'm going to take that offer to the public. But that's kind of the value ladder that I see my coaching business going to. Those are some of my high ticket yeah. offers. Not currently being marketed. I'm sticking with the, the low end offer of curating your environment email challenge. However, what I will say is from this conversation and from thoughts within the past week or two, it's $79.99 in my value ladder right now. I might easily make that challenge $799. Make it a three-week challenge or something like that and do live yeah. video. Because I, I was reading yeah. .com Secrets by Russell Brunson. Oh, yeah, amazing. <laughs> he was telling me how you need to make your first thing that you're going in with at least over $1,000 so you can actually cover the ad spend, Right, which makes a lot of sense. But yeah, that's kind of my value ladder. I, yeah, I love it. Love getting people together and then helping them buy businesses and buy real estate so that they can then spend their time impacting the people they want to impact, making like so many people have these ideas for like nonprofits or they want to go pursue art or they want to go do this or that, or they want to go be coaches. And it's like, you can just do it in such a freer way when you're financially free because you're not yeah. like stressing about the income. Oh, and it's the same for all of us. I mean, we're all living in this materialistic world. You know, we all want to drive a nice car. We all want to live in a nice place. You know, we all want to be able to go buy our food at Whole Foods and eat the organic stuff where, you know, an yeah. apple costs $3. But, you know, if, if, the, if the money is not there, you can't do it. Yeah. And so it's really, you know, I think this is something we have from our parents, our great grandparents, great grandparents, you know, this thing like, oh, people with money are bad. And I don't want to be one of those bad people who has the money and takes advantage of others, right? Like these ingrained internal genetically passed on beliefs and i mean i'm struggling with that and that's like stuff i talk to my coaches about all the time where i'm like oh my god come help me you know i'm I'm again hitting the wall where i'm like i'm feeling so bad that i'm that i'm asking for this but to really understand that my coaching program really should be nine thousand dollars because it would just end all these like where do I have money? Where do I get the next client? Where how do I fill my calendar? You know, all these things just come to an end the second I get over myself and I accept the fact that you know the reason I'm not as prosperous as I want to be has nothing to do with the big mean world out there, but everything to do with my limitations and my you know small mindset around money. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So we actually have a section of the podcast all about limiting beliefs. Oh, and cool. So, yeah. So we should talk about money on that one. I'll be, yeah. uh, I'll be happy to come on and we can <laughs> explore yeah. that. Maybe by then I'll have my, my offer raised to 9,000. That would be cool. 
<laughs> no, no, the section, we were going to get into that section today. So we're just going to jump mm. to it right now. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you had another podcast for that. No, no, no. It's like that, the last. Okay, let's section. let's do because we're already there. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so if you had to put that limiting belief to words, what is that limiting belief that continues to pop up in your life? If you had to put it in concise, a concise sentence or two. Around money? Mm-hmm. Or if you have others that are more prevalent, whichever one. No, I think the money one is is a big one just because it's so real and it, it's right there in front of me. And where I re- what I really realized, and this is something which you know as a coach too, when you get really clear on what your block is, suddenly all your clients talking to you about that block with you, right? And they're like, uh-huh. hey, I have this thing which came up and it's this thing with money and I want to talk to you about it. And it's like, oh, okay, let's talk about it, right? So- this is is something which has been coming up in my coaching conversations. It's around self-value. It's around money. It's around, you know, just even thinking about charging $9,000 for my coaching program gets me sweating in my seat here, you know, because I'm thinking like, okay, you know, is that my self-worth? Am I ready to go out there and say, this is what I'm charging? And how do I feel about myself when I say this? Yeah. And so this is really what limits me. And, you know, you kind of inspired me to to probably do raise my prices soon again. <laughs> and so maybe, <laughs> sorry, say, everybody, are, if are you're you hearing this podcast <laughs> late, it's going to be $9,000 now for my coaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the limiting belief around money is like, am I actually worth this amount of money? Yeah, exactly. I or it, is my service worth that? And okay. so, you know, the, the short answer really is yes, but ultimately I need to believe it so that when I'm in front of my clients, they can believe it because they don't know me, you know, they don't know if they can know me, trust me, like me, right? All these things. And so it really comes down to this, okay, if you believe it, I believe you and I'm happy to send you a check for $9,000. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So where do you think, that comes from the are my services worth this am i actually worth this amount of money where does that limit well for me it comes from my parents i can see it very clearly my parents my grandparents were all really hard workers you know germany after the second world war was all about like you know tightening your belt you know eating super simple food saving money working hard and the harder you work the more successful you are and there, there was none of the oh in order to be more successful and make more money, you can do less to to get there. You know, it was always this, you have to do more and you have to work harder and you have to work 12-hour days, 13-hour days, 14-hour days, and then you can have more money. And so I feel that in myself because that's so much part of my identity where I'm like, oh, sure, I can have more money. I just never spend time again with my kids and my wife and I just work all day. I might double the amount of money. But I'm at a point now where that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it's like, fuck the money. You know, I don't want it. If that means I, I can't go in the forest and walk around, you know, I can't enjoy watching TV with my son or playing a game. It's like, then all the money is, is completely useless. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. Because that's yeah. what I saw in my parents, my grandparents. You yeah. know, when Just they wanted hard more for money, money. They, they would be out the house all day. And I I didn't have a close relationship with my dad because he worked 12 hour days, six days a week. And he was exhausted when he came home. So there was 
like, and it was a big loss for me, right? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And so do you have any limiting actions that reinforce that belief? So we know it comes from your parents. We know what the belief is, but any actions either in your daily life, they can happen weekly, monthly, even annually, but limiting actions that reinforce it. Oh, I realized when when I had to start saying, hey, I, I charged my $3,000 for my coaching, I got to a point, and that was actually quite recently, where I coach people super powerfully, spend like an hour and a half with them. And then by the end, just said, okay, thanks, bye, you know, rather than making them an offer and rather than saying like, do you want help with this? And them saying like, yeah, I mean, how does it work? And then I'm me explaining and then waiting for them to say, so how much does it cost? Mm. You know, yeah. like, and I would cut this whole part of my coaching because I had this limiting belief of, oh, I can serve them so much better when I show up for them and don't ask for money, right? But now I, I'm, it's really shifting for me where I'm like, you know, who am I? Who am I to decide for Timmy that he doesn't have the 3000 bucks to invest in hiring me as a coach because I feel uncomfortable asking. Yeah. Like, again, this is the stepping out into the zone of service. This is being uncomfortable and saying, hey, you know, my coaching with me is $9,000, mm. you know, and even saying it right now, you know, I had to swallow because I was like, no, shit, I'm not saying that. to my <laughs> <family>. <laughs> It's great. It's, and that's what I love about it. That's where my spiritual growth is happening these days. And I really enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I love your awareness of it too. That's really awesome. It sounds like you got some good coaches that you've hired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love working with them. Well, if you were to change that limiting belief into an abundant phrase that really spoke to your heart, what would that phrase be? The phrase would be, I value myself and the service I bring to the world at such a deep level that I'm willing to charge $9,000 for my coaching. By December 1st, 2023. Aha, I got myself out of it for a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. By December 1st? You sure you don't want to make that June 1st? Well, June 1st would be better, but I, I did it last time on December. Mm. What is it? Well, I think June 1st is a little early still for my, for my uh, insecurities. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Nine thousand by December first, twenty. But I, I'll, I'll set it for October first. October. No, September first, because that's the middle. There we go. There we. There we go. Now have we you, got. Now we got something going here. I'm just ever, sweating minorly. Not <laughs> <laughs> have you ever? Uh, have you ever read that book? Never split the difference. No, never heard about it. <laughs> Let me write it down. It's a. It's a pretty good book. It's on negotiating. He just talks about how um, when somebody comes back and they're like, yeah, we'll just go in the middle. Just don't do that. <laughs> so, I didn't read it, see? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But knowing that, are you sure you don't want to go June 1st? Like you could have your first $9,000 client June 5th, you know? I, I probably could, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly, honestly, what I learned is, you know, why not change it today? You know, why wait till June? 
There we go. <laughs> That's a good question. Do you have a good answer? I don't. At this point, honestly, no. It's it's really just my insecurities, and it's just being a little bit more comfortable and and pushing it out there. You know what what I realized when I changed from eighteen hundred to three thousand was that making that you know having that buffer time really allowed me to move into it and ease into it because every person I talked to was just like, dude, you know, it's like, why would you not sign up? Yeah. And so that's, I think that's, that's like a little bit of, okay, I can feel a little comfortable in here. I gotcha. I gotcha. That's a good enough reason for the buffer time for me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. All out. <laughs> Thanks for letting <laughs> me off the hook. <laughs> awesome. Well, when, when these limiting beliefs start to take over, what thoughts or actions do you resort to, to take back control? I sit my ass down and I meditate and I meditate for an hour. I meditate for two hours. I meditate till the point when I realize that I'm just abundance, you know, all oneness, that I'm here to serve. And ultimately, you know, the, the money doesn't matter. Yeah, I like that. We got one more question and then we're going to have uh, two more that are in the dreams and goals section. We're going to jump back a little bit. All what's, right, your, what's your favorite belief about yourself? My favorite belief would probably go into that it's all possible and that I can do it. And this is something I had since I'm a kid, you know, where I knew if I wanted it just enough that it can happen. I mean, to the point where it was almost scary, you know, where I was like, okay, if I want this enough, I'm going to get it. You know, if I want to be enough with, with this girl, I'm going to get it and I'm going to be with this girl. And then all the, you know, the, the things which would come <laughs> as yeah. things I didn't see. Right. Or if I wanted to have this job enough, or I wanted to have this, whatever it was. Right. And so if I realized like, if really, if I have the clarity on why I want it, and if, if I want it enough, and this is something I feel with my coaching business now too, I want this so much and I'm so clear on it that I'm ready to, you know, I already jumped. I already burned the ships at the beach. There's no way back, you know, like I'm going to, you know, it's either going to go to the next level or something big is going to change. And I know it's going to happen. And so for me, that's really one of my favorite beliefs about myself because I really believe it. Yeah, I love it. What character trait do you most need to develop right now? to make your dream life come true character trait i need to develop i think i need to become more outgoing and more authentic in my way of going out you know to really express my my full you know layer my lay my whole soul bare yeah. you know and not this Oh, okay, I'll show you 60% because those 40%, I'm not so sure if you will be accepting of it. So I'll show you this the pretty side, right? <laughs> I'll keep showing you that side. So for me, it's really, I, I know this, the success and to take it to the next level is directly connected to that. You know, as soon as I can integrate my shadow fully, as soon as I can lay it all out there and not just 95% or not just 96%, but put it all out, things will just completely change because it will also change my entire life. 
Yeah. Yeah. Outgoing. I love it. Got one last question for you. Yeah. If there were one or two people you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take that next step towards your dreams and goals, who would they be and how would they help you? It's a good one. You know, like probably at this point, I would love to hang out with Russell, you know, just because I think it's so much fun and he does these amazing things. And I'm at a point now in my spiritual journey where I realized that, you know, I could say like the Dalai Lama or this guru or that guru or someone. But ultimately, with those kinds of people, you know, there wouldn't even be much of a conversation that's just like sitting and being in their space and enjoying that. So at this point, yeah, I think Russell would certainly take that take the top spot there and it would be fun to just spend an afternoon and be inspired by his energy. There we go. I love it. Well, Amrit, that's all we got for you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Amrit had to say, make sure to check him out. All the links to do so will be down in the show notes. I believe they can get a free 20 minute coaching call. Is that right? They can do that. Um, I have that on my page. Really what I want to offer is rather than coming on this short call, I would love to offer a 90-minute call for people who are really committed. But in order to do that, you need to reach out to me and you need to say like, I want this. You know, because the free calls I have like four out of five people don't show and it's quite frustrating. So don't be one of those four out of five people who doesn't show up for the free call. Send me an email, say, I heard about your free 90 minute session on uh, Timmy's call. And I want it because I know I'm ready for it. And then I won't charge you $9,000. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. There we go. What if they're like, but I'm holding you accountable to charging me 9,000 because you said so on the podcast. Ooh, then I'll love you a lot. And I'll probably serve you 10 times more. There we go. (laughs) Well, awesome. If you guys are listening to this, reach out to him, email him, tell him you're serious about the 90 minute call. And please don't waste people's time because not showing up for those free calls is very painful for us entrepreneurs. So um, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Amrit, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. That was super fun. Of course. We'll see you guys on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.